1: Hey everyone, I'm Eric, this is my wife Julie, we are The Blended Life and today we are going to be talking about...
0: We're going to talk about how to handle a child that acts out and struggles with not seeing their bio dad consistently and maybe he isn't the best person either. Um, We're also going to discuss how I got into coaching and the difference between life, coaching, and therapy.
1: Is there a difference? There is. (laughs) There's a huge tip We're going to drop a couple
0: marriage tips A couple life tips It's going to be all about the tips
1: Alright, just the tips coming up Hey, you guys, welcome back to The Blended Life. Sorry we took a little bit of a break here, but as you guys can see, we have a new studio. A lot of fun, right? It's It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of work, but uh, hopefully you guys, if you're watching this, are able to have a better viewing experience, right? So uh, we're going to kick it off today.
0: Yeah, our first topic is from a bio mom who wrote in, and she says that, my bio kids see uh, my bio kids' dad sees them maybe four times a year for a weekend, and every time he does, it's bad. She said, I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place. My oldest idolizes his bio dad, and in his eyes, he can do no wrong. He cries out for him during the long periods of time that he doesn't get to see him, tries to call and text with no answer and acts out towards everyone in the home due to it. I feel like it would be best to cut off all contact permanently with BioDad, but I know that part of that thought is due to my own feelings towards him, although mostly it is to protect my children. I should add, too, that my kid's BioDad dropped off all their belongings from his house without saying a word and left the state for who knows how long. Again. My oldest is, again, heartbroken and taking all his anger out on his stepsister because she gets to see her mom every week and my husband and I. So he's, I have, yeah.
1: How, how old did you say he was?
0: Um, I don't think I said. Okay, does I don't say, know she said. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm
1: curious, like, okay. um, It sounds like something like, okay, it's time to fight for custody maybe, you know, like. I don't know, the back and forth thing for little kids just seems to be like
0: Well the inconsistency is it. hard, right? Yeah. Like if you have a, a parent who is inconsistent mm-hmm. and not stable and I don't want to talk about I I left a lot of the story out, but I think that there was abuse at one point.
1: Oh.
0: Um, for her and her child. And so in that case, your inclination I think parents have are given intuition you know you have a gut feeling for a reason and it's kind of like you are the protector of your kids Uh um more than you're trying to cater to their feelings and it's hard when kids act out right you really want to stop it or to placate them or to make everything better but Sometimes you just gotta rule with an iron fist and protect them. Right. At all costs. So I have a few suggestions. One is take this to a judge, mm-hmm. take the custody to a judge and see put it in a judge's hands. So it's not even yours, right? Like if you're wrestling with this but you have an inclination, but I feel like by giving it to a judge and presenting all the evidence and seeing where it lands you is right. helpful. Also, I definitely think this child needs some sort of counseling or therapy, um, because if he's taking it out on the family members, that's not fair nor right.
1: Right, and well, you know, when a lot of people are afraid of you know therapy for for themselves or for kids, mm-hmm. but in situations like this, it literally exists to help i mean it's not it's not a bad thing it's not something that you have to go broadcast all over social media and be like hey kids in therapy we got a session today you know um and a lot of people are worried about stuff like that because they think that it almost has like a a a bad reputation or a bad feel to you know something must be wrong because they're in therapy but at the end of the day i mean you can probably elaborate it on it a little bit better but therapy is literally a good thing if it's used for the right things you know
0: yeah, I think parents struggle with therapy for many reasons. There's obviously a stigma That's I think that's, what I, was, it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and then sometimes it's legal. Like, I know if I wanted to put one of my children in therapy in my mm-hmm. court order, right, it's both parents would have to sign off. Like, on all medical or, you know, right. mental illness right. stuff. So, I don't know what her situation is. Like, what a nightmare, though, if she would have to...
1: Get get, get get dad's get approval. Get some approval to, yeah, so, to go So, I mean, with maybe
0: it. before you can do therapy, you got to take it to court and fight for right. um, legal custody over the child, if yeah. not legal and physical custody. Um, but I think that this child would benefit from counseling and therapy. And, I, you know, combative children who have been abused and mentally, physically, whatever, they're not going to want to go. Right. And so what parents often do is they cave because I can't force my kid to go. Right. I can't physically, and it's like, mm, I feel like that's a, a poor excuse mm-hmm. because your kids only live in your house with all the pleasures and video games and screens and luxuries that they're afforded. Right, The second you, yes, you may physically not pick them up but the second you're like okay I'm not playing this game so here's the deal if kids are acting out you take everything away it's not about physically making kids do something it is about I'm not gonna fight with you I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna enter a power struggle Mm -hmm. with you child right what I am gonna do is you choose not to go okay I choose to turn off internet for you right and maybe you Don't get to, you know, maybe you're reading books. Maybe you're doing something more constructive. And that was my other suggestion in this situation is that this child needs to be also taught to channel that hurt and that pain and that negative feeling elsewhere. Right. Allowing him, I don't care how hard you're, or how much your heart bleeds for him, because as a mom, I can only imagine
1: right, that's your child, that's your everything you right. know,
0: and you've probably had your own experiences where you just are kindred spirits. you get where he's coming from, you really understand that pain, and you you hurt for him too, and you just but the more helpful thing is to get him doing stuff that channels his negativity, hurt, pain, emotions appropriately. So I know I've talked about this a lot, mm-hmm. but it's a really good reminder. You have to teach kids how to get out their aggression, to get out their anger. Kids aren't known. Kids aren't born known knowing how to appropriately deal with emotions. They get emotions, and all they can think to do is hit a wall or yell at someone because we're, you know, that's in our innate instinct, right?
1: Well, the other thing too, I feel like a lot of kids are are are. They're almost they feel bad about their emotions. They feel bad about the way that they're thinking and the way that their brain's working. And they almost feel like um shamed, you know, yeah, of what's they, going on. Yeah. We, we've you know, we've dealt with a little bit of this, you know, and it's it's making our kids realize, you know, like you're all right to think the way that you think it's how you, it's what you do with these thoughts. It's how you use these thoughts. You know, it's, it's what you, it's what the final outcome is. You know, you can use this for good. You can use this for bad. You can use this just to learn who you are, you know, and this is part of growing up. You know, you are always going to have a crossroads of, you know, I I feel this way or I want to do this, but I should be doing this, you know, and that's just, I feel like that's just part of childhood. That's part of learning who we are yeah. and decision-making and us as parents being able to guide our, our children, you know, in their decision-making that they do and, and teach them, you know, yes, you, you can do good with this and do the right thing or, you know, this yeah. isn't the best thing to do, you know, yeah. with the way that you're feeling. So,
0: Yeah, and I think screens right now are a huge disaster for kids' mental health especially kids that are dealing with trauma. So I think that if you're, uh, you know, physical activity is a great way. It's healthy. It's good for you. Sports. Yeah. Walking, running, karate, um, swimming, you know, playing basketball outside, throwing catch with your child, anything that's outside and active or out of the home an active dance, um, it is a great way to get your child to channel energy differently, and it's healthy, right? Um with screens and YouTube, I've seen this with our our kids and it just, you can go down a rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> it sucks them in and you're like, before in you hours
0: know. later, they're <laughs> like zombies. Well, it,
1: yeah, exactly. And it changes their mood. Yes. And a, another thing that as you're talking about this, you know, in, in getting outside of the house, but when they are in the house, um, something that you and I have talked about a lot, and I didn't grow up with a lot of knowledge on it and I still have poor habits because of it. But eating, eating habits and the way it, I feel like it, it all matters. And I mean, scientifically eating, I mean, again, you can elaborate a little more on that as you're actually, you've studied this type of stuff and know these Mm -hmm. type of things. Um, Most of what I know about eating habits and, and stuff like that has, has come because of, of you. I mean, I have had the worst eating habits growing up, like thank God for hockey and, a metabolism that I don't know where it came from and just, yeah, just, yeah, just a a little bit of active because the Mm -hmm. way I eat, like I should be grossly overweight and just, I should probably be dead.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up because the more chemicals we put in our bodies, right? It changes (laughs) our brain. Like I'm a
1: walking Petri dish. Yeah. I mean, it changes
0: the chemicals in your brain, right? You know, I mean, look at people, some people can't tolerate, what is it, red dye number five or whatever it is. I think I was one of,
1: uh, yeah, I think I was one of those kids, yeah.
0: They lose their shit?
1: Yeah, I did, I still do. So, but that's,
0: but that's the thing, like, if you can just get processed foods out of diet, that changes mood.
1: Yeah, it's not happening for me.
0: Um, Sleep? (laughs)
1: <laughs> sleep Again. is a huge
0: thing for mood.
1: How, how am I not dead?
0: But like when you're dealing with a child or anybody who's going through trauma, right. who's dealing with depression, yes. who's, who's you know, um, and, and maybe before you can even get to counseling, you just work on getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. Water consumption right. is a huge game changer um, right. for mood and for health. Eating healthy um, physical activity. I know we all know this, but right. it's another thing to go implement it. But you will find that this this helps children.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I mean, not even just children, but us as adults, you know, if these are things that, you know, like you're like, oh, man, I I do. I feel tired every day. I feel lazy. I don't feel like anything. Um, you know, t- talking about or, or not or, Preaching what we practice, what, <laughs> what, you practice what you preach. You have
0: to live it out too. For but sure. okay.
1: But at the end of the day, like you are the one living this out in our household better than anyone you have cut out. How long has it been now since you have, you've cut out sugar and you've, you, your, your diet has changed. Your yeah. exercise has changed. Um, tell us a little bit about that real quick, because, I mean, because we're talking about this and I feel like we talk about a lot of things because they're in front of us, but I mean, this is really, this subject is practicing what you preach.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, when COVID happened and I lost my career and cut ties with some family and my life was pruned of like the
1: gym clothes.
0: Yeah. like. Career, money—I mean, you're sick of the car talk. But like, I—I I couldn't have, af- I couldn't afford our, like my car. Mm-hmm. I had bills. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these bills. I—I, I, my life security that I thought set us up for life mm-hmm. was gone. Like, it was a really yes. Jim's closed, and I was a huge gym goer. Um,
1: you and Jim had a thing. Me
0: and Jim, <laughs> but it was a really depressing, scary um oh shit moment that I had no idea I had no idea what was and it, next. And it
1: snowballed quick. I mean it really it was one like, on
0: top of the uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like all within a month uh-huh. everything our entire lives had changed and like was turned upside down. It was like all right,
0: everything we need changed.
1: to rethink things. That's but right. um what what drove you to
0: So so gyms closed down mm-hmm. and one thing about me, like I'm no little girl. I'm not small bones that's not lost on me i'm small
1: five bone
0: <laughs> i'm five foot ten you know and a half i'm not fat but i'm not skinny like
1: but you're very very fit So but I, you have to right but i work at it you work you I work, work hard. to be this
0: big right so that's what the, 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 the joke but for like when the gym closed and i've always known for my mental health always has been since high school i think mm-hmm. i started working out I was a dancer my whole life, but then high school hit and, <laughs>
1: right, and, um, so I
0: always knew that being ath- like, not athletic, but breaking a sweat, getting my adrenaline going, the endorphin release like that. I, I had known for me was a really big part of mental health. So when gyms closed down, I'm like, I got to figure out something. Mm-hmm. So I started running cause that was free right. and outside and then we got a Nordic track and by bike. By we, we mean,
1: we I, mean you. <laughs>
0: I got a Nordic track bike. So I was like, I'm gonna, I, I'm i not a person not to do something about a situation. I feel like I try to do something about it. So with that, you know, came a career change. Yeah. I so I was like, what am I gonna do with my life? Right. So do you want me to tell that whole story? Yeah, how you I, know what? I, I, okay, I feel like people,
1: I feel like people want to hear this it, because it so, is, it's the real you. It's a lot of the reason why we're my here. palms
0: are sweating. In what you're doing. I'm like, oh God. Well, okay, well, You'd- that's fine. So, okay, so I i was working out and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, right? Um, so I really wanted, I've always wanted to be a therapist. Right. So I thought, hey, I have my bachelor's degree already. I'll go back to college and I'll go be an l m f t licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm like that's I have friends who are licensed marriage and family therapists it's I'm a ten year veteran of therapy- I love <laughs> therapy. I went to therapy today um so it was something that i've i love, and I was like i'm gonna do this right." <laughs> right. So I go start calling, you know, I'm looking up how to enter programs and it was like $60,000 for two years of, it was going to be two years, like 60 grand and it was full time. So there was no hope of like right. working. But
1: you didn't have a job at this point anyways. It, it, no, The but, thing is you already have, you know, you touched on it for a second, but you already have graduated college. You have a degree, you've yeah. had a career. Yeah. Um. You know, you just decided like, hey, I'm just going to everything. Well, not you decided, but life decided, hey, we're going to change things, you know?
0: Yeah. And so it just wasn't that route wasn't financially responsible for our family. And we still have all these kids and so much we're doing personally oh, yeah, and a marriage, you know, <laughs> so I'm like two years of school full time right. and not having an income for two years or trying to get a job. And do school full time and have our family and do, you know, it was like, I just didn't think it was in the best interest of our family. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, well, what else could I do? So I'm researching, I come across health and life coaching, life and health coaching, whatever way you like to say it. And it intrigued me. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what is that? And so I started looking into it. Um, I looked at a lot of different certification processes. I ended up at Health Coach Institute and um, I got dual certified as a life and health coach. And
1: now you're doing a master program too, And I'm right? in their mastery yeah. program, which
0: starts next month for right, a year. Right, But I'm able to work while I'm doing it. And right. it was designed, it, and it was a really perfect fit because I, now that I know the difference between, now that I know the difference between life coaching
1: mm-hmm.
0: and therapy, hmm I'm what I like, what
1: is the difference? Because this side of it, I feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, a health coach. Like, what a joke. You can go online, get a certificate and boom. And, and at first, you know, that's what, (laughs) that's what you thought. And you were like, Oh, great. You know, I just, I need to be kind of certified. And then you get into this program and it's like, this is no freaking joke. Like you're working day and night, like for the last year straight, you know, and now, I mean, people, people can't see it, but we, you have a beautiful office. Mm. You are certified to do this, to take on clients. A lot of our listeners and our viewers and people are already calling in for, for sessions. Yeah. You've got clientele going and I know this isn't what we, what we, the the rabbit hole that we started down for, for this podcast. Right. But at the end of the day, you're offering an awesome service that is helping Mm -hmm. these blended families, these blended, it's helping our family. That's the neat part is like, you're learning so much about this stuff. I think the, um, you know, we're just talking about um, food and eating habits and you've always known about that, but like now you have all of the
0: scientific, the
1: (laughs) the backing to know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's, yeah. So back to your question was, how did I get off sugar? Right. Well, as I'm in this, Like we learned in dual dual certified, so we did health coaching first Mm -hmm. and life coaching second. So in health coaching, we learned about like, you know, obviously eating, but like sleep and hydration and stress and anxiety and how to... Fix all that, (laughs) all the things. Yes,
1: or do I sign up? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. And so part of that was I experimented for. I was only going to give up sugar. I'm just curious, right? Because one thing about coaching is we approach everything with curiosity, not judgment. Yeah. So, and that's different. I love that because we're just curious and we're trying to get answers, and that leads you to your. It's. It's really neat. But so I was like, okay, for seven days, I'll try not to eat like processed sugar. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't completely clean. Like, was it a full,
1: was it a full seven days or was it, it I remember it being like a month. Well, it started off seven days. Okay.
0: And I'm like, I just want to see how I feel. And it was like I'm not having any sweets, no candy, no baked goods, you and, know. But like
1: we love our candy. I love our candy.
0: I have <laughs> unsweetened almond milk, you know. But it's really good. Uh-huh. But um, there's foods that do have sugars in them, like pasta. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm like so you haven't cut it crazy. out? Like yeah, but I'm like at the like, end of the no day, no sugar that yes. I add or yeah.
1: You eat. used to eat like sour patch kids, and cinnamon and, like, rolls. Oh, and cinnamon. I love cinnamon. Yeah, I haven't done that. Maybe dinner tonight. So
0: what started out is part of like an experiment I did as a student. Mm. I just stuck with because I felt better.
1: That's what you say. So
0: sugar, one thing about sugar, it's very inflammatory. Mm -hmm. And so like I would notice, (laughs) (laughs) I would notice like I couldn't get my wedding ring off.
1: Right. Type of thing. Like kind of like salt. (laughs) Yeah, but is that a problem? (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) depends where you're going, right? right.
0: Um, but like that would bug me. Like my wedding ring always felt tight. I hate that. Uh Um, You know, I just felt bloated a lot. You know what I mean? Like just uncomfortable. My skin was breaking out and um, like red. Like I just felt very like my skin color was very red. And Uh so I was just what I was learning as a health coach. I was like, well, I'm just going to try it for seven days. And I just haven't looked back.
1: That's crazy. So how long? I just felt how lo- yeah, how long has it been now? I'm like, I don't know the answer. Seven that months. Oh, has it? It feels like it's been longer than that. I think. Huh. Okay. Maybe. Yeah.
0: So for me, it worked, and some, you know, and so um, that's kind of that. But the difference between coaching and therapy was another question that came up that I want to answer. Yes. So therapy is super important. Therapy is more past focused where you're processing traumas that have happened to you
1: uh-huh.
0: or figuring out why, like, why am I this way? And that's important. You know, therapy, therapists can diagnose you with depression. Coaches don't diagnose, right? right. We don't diagnose anything. Right. So therapy is super important for, you know, processing trauma. Working through things in your past. Well, like we were
1: just talking about at the very beginning Healing. of this. Yeah, the kids, you know, that's dealing with it's something. Important. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily need a life coach. No, like, <laughs> no. he needs to be healed. Right. He doesn't need. He needs to. He needs to get right with his everything. His parents are his life Yeah, coach. everything that's ha- happened <laughs> right. so far, yeah. Life yes. coaching isn't necessarily normally for a child, right? Yeah. And the
0: great thing about therapy and actually life coaching too, one thing that is super important that they have in common mm-hmm. is confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Kids, it's a little bit different. But like for adults, it's nice to have a safe place to go open up. Mm-hmm. And be vulnerable and know that it's not going to be gossiped about. Right. I don't know whoever whoever my client is. I don't know their family. Right. I don't know their kids or stepkids right. or in-laws or husband or what. You know, I don't and know. And if you run
1: into them in public, say, how's that How's that work out?
0: Um, if... So I would, t- my clients actually don't live in our city, Okay. which I love. I love that I'm but, able to but coach anyone. But you will,
1: take, you will take clients in the city, right? Yes. So say so, one comes up to you.
0: So for like therapy and mm-hmm. for me, the boundary I place around that would be um, you want to come up to me and acknowledge me, awesome, mm-hmm. but I won't acknowledge you first. Mm-hmm. Some people don't tell their spouse they're seeing a life coach or they're in therapy. Some mm-hmm. people it's shameful. There's still a stigma. They don't want that or they want it. So it's, it's kind of like that. And it was with my therapist too. Like mm-hmm. he would always be like, come say hi to me. That was one of our first conversations, you know, cause we're in the same community, but right. he's like, don't, you don't have to, wor-. it put me at ease. Like you don't have to worry that I'm going to come up to you and be like, yeah, hey. I'll see you next session. <laughs>
1: Uh, Type of a thing. So it's
0: kind of like the client leads. Like if, Mm -hmm. if my client introduced me to their spouse and said, Hey, this is my life coach, Julie, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, deny it or walk away. I'd be like, Oh, cool. Hi. Nice to meet you. You know. What if
1: they're like, this is my so, dominatrix, Julian, like totally makes up like some crazy then name. Then i pull
0: the whip out of my purse and <laughs> <laughs> my handcuffs and ball and gag and say, are you Whack ready? Whack them over the yeah. head.
1: <laughs> Get down and give me 20. Oh.
0: Gag and ball, ball and gag. I don't I, know. I'm a really bad <laughs> dominatrix. Don't hire me. Um, so, but back to the difference between therapy and mm-hmm. coaching. So therapy, I kind of explained that. Mm-hmm. Coaching is more goal oriented. So it's more, what is your truth? So I help clients figure out what their truth is.
1: Give me some examples.
0: So, well, let me finish and then you might understand. (laughs) Okay. So what is your truth? Yeah. What are your desires? What do you want? And how are we going to get you there? Okay. So it is a lot of, we set goals and we break it up into small pieces so basically, it's all about forward moving. It's about getting you to where you want to be. It's about your truth, meaning what is the best version of Eric look like? Mm. That's different than what be the best version of Jim or the best version of Joe or uh-huh. whoever else. And so it's just accessing your truth, making a decision about it, uh-huh. and then going for it. Okay. And having the support and accountability. So like the three pieces of coaching is the right system. Mm-hmm. And the right system means the right steps in the right order. Right. Like having a plan and having structure. And the sessions I have are specifically designed around human nature. So, Yeah, we,
1: which, is, which is neat. But you've also tailored them. And I haven't seen them, but you've tailored them, right? Specifics. Yes, to step
0: parenting. Yeah. So I can coach on, and I, I don't want to pigeonhole myself. Right. I, I can coach on a lot of different things. But yes, step parenting transformation. Also, if you were a bio parent in a tough blended family situation, I could help coach that too, because that's really hard. Right. Um, As well as step parenting, it's all hard. But um, so, yeah, it is about trying to figure out how to show up in a new way and Mm -hmm. do life in a new way.
1: And be the best you you can be. Yeah,
0: life coaching is all about transforming fear into personal power Mm -hmm. because fear in life, when you get blocked in life, 99.9% of the times it's fear Mm -hmm. stopping you. So we work through that. Um, And it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, wow. That's kind of the... The, the, difference. G-
1: the gist of it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Sorry, we kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. No, but though. that's
0: good because, I mean, if you think about it, like you've got, if you had like plugs, it's like a complete circuit. Yeah. You know, you had therapy and you had life coaching and you kind of plugged them together. Yeah. It's like that past, you know, it meets, meets the, your present yeah. that gets you to your future. So you're more circuit.
1: of the, yeah. So you're more of the present where, whereas yeah. therapy is more of the past. And yeah. The, the other, the kind of cool thing that I like about, coaching um is that it's kind of it's new it's kind of the new hip thing a lot of <laughs> people are doing well you hear nobody about it. nobody like, knows what coaching the big C, is but that's yes. the thing is the not a C. lot of people know who it is unless it's like you know yeah. um they're in it and it yeah. doesn't have that stigma it's yeah. it's the it's the fun new thing to be doing that is truly helping people out yes and you hear about you know you guys think about it like this um I've got a bunch of friends right now in the real estate world. They are at a ginormous coaching conference right now, and they're getting coached by some of the world's top real estate gurus, professionals, you know, and people don't look at it as like, oh, they're at a giant therapy session. They're at a giant place where they are learning to go forward in their careers. They're bettering themselves, their careers. Mm -hmm. And, and, And once you guys stop and think about it like that, like, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Everyone's doing this type of stuff. Yeah. But you're bringing it to a one-on-one environment, you know, which yeah. one day you'd like to do it as a, as a bigger environment, as I a, would. as a conference. But right now it's one-on-one, which adds a lot more value because it's tailored towards people. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's action steps every week. It's right. account. Oh, so the three, that's what I was talking about. The three components of coaching mm-hmm. it's, it is that, um, system, Mhm. But there's also support because you have to be encouraged along the way. Mm -hmm. And then accountability. Right. So you, you know, and I always tell people, this is why self-help books don't work. Mm -hmm. Because you're trying to do transformation on your own. (laughs) And we weren't created for that.
1: Right. Zero accountability, right? Well, it's like, like, could you
0: imagine if you had to be accountable for your life every day to someone, you would live your best life. Right. You know, or if you had somebody, well, you were, we're supposed truly, to be,
1: but who truly does it? You know.
0: But right, I was just thinking about that today as I was driving into work. I'm like, what if somebody was watching you at all times? Mm-hmm. Like, not in a like, if you knew.
1: That's that how I feel at work. I'm like everyone. I'm shooting. I'm you. shooting a house. Yeah, and everyone has these ring doorbells, or you know what I mean. Some type of Cameras security everywhere. system. There's literally so people that have shot for me, you know, or yeah. have helped me. I'm like, um act like you're always being watched when you're inside one of these houses. Not that you would do anything anyways, you know, but I mean, um, I think I was explaining it to you one time. I was like, I'm in a house and like, if I have to do something like out of the ordinary, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I I make it look like I'm talking to myself, you know, to be like, Oh, you know, I can't find this (laughs) light switch. You just
0: look fucking crazy. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I
1: do. But at the end of the day, I feel like people are constantly watching us. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I need to make people know why I'm doing something that looks out of the ordinary. So it's not like, what the hell is this Well, and do? that's
0: it. You're on your best behavior. yeah. And so it's, it's easy to fall on track when you're holding yourself accountable. That takes some pretty strong willpower. And I think people can get there. But I think you need the support and accountability of coaching. Right. And even that's not therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapist isn't going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be like that quick, Kick in the butt when you need it. Right. It's going to be like, well, how did that make you feel? <laughs> and, well, how? Yeah, it, it, it's down, and that's useful, right? But the problem is, is it it isn't forward propelling, right? right? Like we're just processing why all the time, you're and becoming that's more useful. Aware that you're point. aware, right. right? But you're not, and that's the struggle. Like I, I was just having, I just had a. A breakthrough session um, with a potential client, and you know, she's in counseling and counseling and counseling and counseling. And she was saying, like, she feels like it's every week she goes and she vents and she leaves. Like a, stu- and she like goes a stick in the mud. And She vents and she leaves. Yeah. And I said, exactly. Like, <laughs> I've
1: been there 10 years of this. I got this.
0: And there's a, it's useful. Right. We all need a place to vent. Right. So I'm not discounting that because that is something we do need.
1: It's just something different.
0: However, if venting would have worked, it would have worked. Right. Like, you're not in a better space. Nothing is getting fixed. You're not showing up in a new way. Nothing is changing, right? All you're doing is having new stuff to vent about each week. And is it really new? No. Situations are changing, but the theme stays the same, right? So that is where coaching, and I, I truly believe I can help people get unstuck. Right. And can show up for themselves and then to the rest of the family in a new way and your power really shifts that. People think that power is changing other people and that's not it. You no, can't.
1: No. And really, that, but that, if
0: you it, show up new, everyone else treats you different. Right. And right? going
1: through a, a non um, going through a divorce that you didn't bring up yourself that you didn't pursue yourself. Right. You realize that you cannot control other people. No. And the best thing to do with something like that is, um, it's a hard place to get to, but figure out where did I go wrong in this marriage? What can I be accountable for and what can I change going forward? And I feel like someone wanting to know that before the divorce happens, they're like, this marriage isn't going well. This is a lot of work this blended family thing isn't good or even my biological family thing. This isn't good. I'm in a place where I'm ready to walk out the door. I need help. You know, our family needs help. Like yeah. I, I, I don't feel loved. I don't feel like I love anymore. I, you know, like everything's just a whirlwind. I need to save my marriage. I need to save my family. Like, is that something if I came to you and I'm like, these are my problems. Like you could help me get through that.
0: Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yeah. That's neat. I can't change how somebody feels, but I can sure change how you show up. Right. And I mean, picture it like. If you if you would have shown up in your previous marriage Mm -hmm. in a new way, Mm -hmm. do you think that your wife would have looked at you differently?
1: I think it would have changed a lot, you know, on the outside looking forward. Like, yes, we're two different people in two different places. But at the end of the day, you know, everyone says It could oh, have shifted things. Oh a hundred percent So that's the power you have. That's the thing, is is yeah. could I have been better in my in my previous relationship? Oh god, yeah. I could have been so much different. I could have been so much better. Um I show up in this marriage in our relationship so much differently than I used to. Like if I if I would have gone through divorce and not changed a thing about me and and been in our relationship I don't think we'd be as far as we are now. And saying that, relationships are not easy. Like I say, as far as we are now, I'm like, man, we still struggle. We still have hard times. It's still, but it's it's learning how I control myself, not how I control you. It's it's what I do when um, I'm I'm faced with a situation and how I deal with it not oh. how you deal with it and how it affects me and that's yeah. what i project it's it's all about ourselves when i mean what what is that is that narcissistic
0: no but it's <laughs> true cuz you that's
1: is that even the right word no, no. i
0: mean <laughs> you're using a word like loosely kind of, I mean, that is a thing and it is narcissistic when you're all themselves. about yourself, right? Okay. Yes, but that's in a different way. If you're about yourself for your spouse, it's different <laughs> than you're about yourself for yourself. Right. But, the best, but a lot
1: of people are when it comes to relationship. A lot of yep. people are about themselves for themselves in this relationship and it's what everyone around them can do for yeah. them, including our stepchildren.
0: Well, and the thing is about marriage and one of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever heard from Dr. Laura, God, I love her. I don't even care if you hate me that I love her. I love her.
1: Have you given one of her books away yet? You have a don't you have a book to give away? I
0: don't know if I'm going to. I want two. <laughs> you want
1: to? <laughs> I want them both. Yourselves. I'm a greedy bitch. I'm yeah. um, <laughs> gonna say nothing.
0: Um, but one thing, and I think she just posted it again. But she always says this. She's like, the best thing you can do for your marriage. Like if you have a broken marriage mm-hmm. or you're in a really bad spot, right? She's like. Be the spouse you'd want to come home to.
1: Mm. That's great advice. It's
0: the greatest advice. And it's really freaking hard because you have so many circumstances that just bring you down, depress you, anger you, freshly. You have to like push through the shit, get yourself out of the pig shit.
1: (laughs) You're going to come home one day. I'm about buttered up on the bed, (laughs) looking sexy. (laughs) With cream, (laughs) bikini. (laughs) I was just straight butter. Oh. (laughs) And lots of sugar.
0: (laughs) Um, But that's really great advice. Like if you could. If you could turn it around and be the spouse that you would want to come home to, your marriage would change. Yeah. Even in the hardest of places. And it's hard because we just want to spout words, right? We words are quick and and words are great. Like we need affirmation. But and you always say this, don't be sorry, change, right? <laughs>
1: as a joke. But but there's but, really tr- truth but there's to so that. much truth in that. So
0: that's the thing. Like words are great, but they're only as good as the actions that back them up. For sure. So if you can actually be that spouse that you would want to come home to and that you would want, you know, to receive at the end of your hard day, Mm -hmm. you know, like how awesome would it be to come home and your spouse's, people are like dinner on the table, whatever, maybe. I know. But like, what if you just walk home and your spouse is like, I'm so happy and excited to see you. Hugs, kisses, like, thank you so, like grateful and happy like you wouldn't even fucking care if dinner was ready or not. No,
1: right? Yeah, like, well, when, when yeah, when we go into Taco Bell.
0: But that's the thing, like love and gratitude yes. and having an appreciation and um, seeing the good because there's always gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. So you can shift your marriage a lot, but yes, I can. I have a ninety day program for love and relationships that right. is phenomenal. Right. Um. So
1: I know it's phenomenal because you've been using it.
0: <laughs> I'm not, but I anyway. That yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Well, does it? I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> like I should get all shy. Anyway, I could go way down. Well, all right. So, well, um, but back to our question.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're 40, forty minutes, minutes in, <laughs> whatever.
0: But I think that. This child is crying out for help. I think sometimes kids who act out and punish other people in the house its crying for help, crying for attention. And so it's your job as a parent to help him. So show up for him you know get him in you know go for a walk or a jog with him get him outside throwing a ball have him do push-ups like maybe you have because not everyone has a lot of get money a trampoline trampoline
1: for- Trampolines like one of the best things uh five minutes jumping on a trampoline is equivalent to running one mile yeah just saying
0: and trampolines at walmart i like around 100 bucks i saw yeah, one costco for- has
1: them you can buy them there's like trampolines online So maybe you if you there's, have there's to sell
0: something in your house to get a trampoline, I just you know got I room for it, yeah. I appreciate that money is tight right now. Everyone's trying to figure out jobs and things like that, but you can be active. I've been active with no money. So I I, I don't I don't think it's an excuse that gyms are closed or give you an allowance.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, but I'm just saying like Not it's really. you need to to teach this So, my advice for a child in this situation would be to teach him how to channel his energy. Right. Get him outside. Get him eating healthy. Give him the best possible place to springboard from. Yeah. Right? So, um, diet matters. Sleep matters. Hydration matters. Exercise matters. Also, creativity matters. Right? So, um, ask him, like, how... How do you like to express yourself? Is it through hip hop dance? Is it through music? Is it through drawing? Is it through writing? Is it through there's what are, karate? There's soccer. There's photography. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, a lot of different ways are. to express yourself, right. and kids have to be taught like that. Like, um, so Christianity, we talk about like spiritual gifts, and how do you how do you use your spiritual gifts? And I remember when I first, uh, I would always be like, what the actual fuck? Like, how do I know what my spiritual gifts are? Like, I was like, that's great. You're talking about it, but how do you know what that is? And we're not taught to be super like, let's look at ourselves and see what we're good at. Right. I think your gifts are anything you enjoy doing and you're decent at, Right. you know, that makes you happy that So I think that tapping into that kickboxing is a wonderful thing for kids who need to get aggressions out. And um, I don't know. So I think it's it's, it's all about helping him do life differently because what you're allowing him to do isn't helping him, right? Like how he's living and existing – in this situation isn't working or it would have worked. So you need to change it up. And maybe if you know that this child is better protected in the care of your house, then your number one job is to protect his well-being mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and take it before a judge, counseling. Um, I just think it has to be like a, we need to start doing things differently and it might mean the family does it together, which is great. Well, you know
1: what? Another thing that I see that kids need that we always talk about as parents and husband and wife is affirmation. Kids need affirmation. They need to be told that they're good. You're good enough. You're smart enough and doggone it. People like you. Remember that? What was that? What was that? Uh, Saturday Night Live. (laughs) anyways that's a funny one but kids truly need affirmation kids need to feel loved they need to know that they're valued yeah you know they need they need all the things that we need as adults because at the end of the day we're just big giant children you are okay I am
0: yeah I think that's a really good important piece and I think it's just appreciating I mean not every child is all evil and they might really get on your nerves and be annoying and cause problems. But you have to be able to find the good for your own sanity and also for theirs. Because the more that you push back, the more they're going to push back. And then you're just in a giant, like, you know, there's so much distance and there's so much, um, what's it you can cut tension, mm-hmm. you know, it just builds. But yeah. also something that we learn, you know, in life coaching is that what you appreciate appreciates. Right. So if you're telling a child how smart they are, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like extra into getting good grades. <laughs> right. Or like yes. you know, like yes. so what you appreciate, appreciate. Right. You know, and so that's a really Big thing, um, and uh, for your spouse, this is relationship that, well, stuff that's across the, the board
1: too. Yeah, if, if yeah. people tell you, I mean, your boss tells you at work that you're good at something, you're gonna feel better doing and you're it. To do it. You're, and
0: you're gonna, gonna want to do, do it. and You're gonna want to do it as best as you. But can But that's also
1: like a trick as being a boss or you know being a manager or a team leader or anything. Yeah. You know, um, affirmation. You you tell the people around you that they're good. You it's encouraging, and yeah. and when people get encouraged. They're encouraged and they right. do better. You well, know, and that's
0: with kids. Like if you tell a kid they're bad, they're going to believe they're bad and then they're going to act bad.
1: Right. Right.
0: And I think that's what we do as step parents and parents when we're really frustrated. We're like, you're just a bad kid. And then they're yeah. like, I'm a bad, I'm kid, a bad kid. So I'm just- fuck you. I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad. And then, as teenagers, it becomes a problem.
1: Because yeah, because that's just the way I am, and, and that's, that's what just they've been told, who I am and
0: that's been instilled in them. And, and it matters. you see this
1: in like prison movies. You know, people are like, "Man, this is just who I am. That's just why I am." We yeah, know going, what Eric I'm watches. Prison <laughs> <laughs> movies, yeah. but you know, like people going back to jail. Like you know, yeah. forget about me. That's just who I am. You know, wow. it, you see, it's like it's like your love stories. It's like the you know oh, it's so going to happen. This good. person got out of jail. They're going to they kiss one, one time. That's it.
0: Just once one kiss at just the once. end. Yeah. It's a big struggle till that kiss though. Oh my gosh. Cliffhanger. You don't know if it's gonna happen, you know it's gonna happen but you don't know, but you know. You know. So good. Oh
1: gosh. That's why I don't want to
0: squeaky things. clean. All right. Um but the same so but if you tell a kid on the flip side, you know, that they are good and they can do it, you know, they start to believe in themselves. And we think that kids are just born with confidence and they're not. They, you know, nature and nurture, Mm -hmm. um, something that I was, so I was talking, um, today with a mutual, well, not a mutual therapist, but like a therapist today. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing just in general, step parenting and Mm -hmm. step families, I'm always picking her brain, yeah, you know, like give me advice or what do you think, you know? Um, and it's interesting that kids, um, So when, in this situation too, because when kids are super either clingy to a parent, like if if a child's super clingy to one parent, Mm -hmm. it's usually because they're not being nurtured by the other. Right. And it explains a lot. So he's probably like, and that's usually with a mom situation. So like if a mom, because moms are supposed to be the nurturers, it's just how we're made. right? Right. And if a mom is checked out as a nurturer or has been, the child will be clingy, extra clingy or I'm needy or like physical, like right. always have to have that physical touch in the other home. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And that made me I'm bringing that up now because I feel like if dad is absent and not doing the dad like. He's aggressive because he doesn't have dad. To as an outlet, you know, right. where moms are more of the nurturer, or, yeah. dads are more of the, like, So, so that's how people
1: end up with daddy issues then, right? Oh, such, daddy issues. such daddy issues. Such daddy issues. Yeah. Swoop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> but, so it's interesting in this, too. I think a lot of why, I think it's important to understand why he's behaving this way, and I think there's a good, re- I mean, more than just dad's a dick and... Here are in there and not a right. good person it's more than that it's because of that inconsistency and he's not getting something that he should be getting from a father figure that right. would be or you know not a father figure but like your dad
1: forget about me this is just the way i am and he took off is that how it goes
0: I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, the quite prison, honestly. The, I'm smiling, the, the nodding. Prison, I have the no prison idea. movies.
1: <laughs> but he's like, I'm not cut out to be a dad. You know, you hear that all the time. Like, the, the dads what in prison these, movies, in these you're movie, not oh cut gosh, out to be a dad. Oh in I'm just prison? talking about, no, but like parents in that leave. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <Angel> babies. babies. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you know, like the movies where parents are, you know, the dad leaves because he's not cut out to be a dad and he just disappoints. And, Comes back for a little while, and I'm like, "All you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Everyone knows what I'm talking about. These plots happen. It's a very stereotypical plot that, like, someone is there. Someone tries to do better, and they just can't do better. And you know, um, yeah, you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you just don't. I no. We're all on the same page here.
0: And I like prison movies. I'm all about (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) What are you watching when I'm not home?
0: 90 Day Fiance. Yeah,
1: and when I am (laughs) Hallmark Channel. Anyways.
0: The Hills. New Beginnings. Did you know the Friends reunion's happening? I
1: saw something on the news, or not the news, on the magazine. So it's on 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 HBO
0: Max, and we don't have HBO Max, and I'm not buying it for that.
1: I know. I wanted, like, Disney Plus just because Mighty Ducks, the TV series, is on it, but I'm not buying it just for TV series.
0: I I had a girls' night last night. Do you know this? Just kidding. <laughs> watch prison movies. You <laughs> watched prison movies. No, but so one of my friends is getting HBO Max just for this, and we're all going to go to someone's <laughs> house and watch it. I'm on my, it's on my calendar. I have one, to watch three, it. One, two, three, not it. <laughs> no, okay. it won't be our house. I know. Thanks. It would be ruined if it were our house. I know.
1: Although, A would like to watch that with you. Is she going to go watch it with you?
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. I didn't think about wow, her. Wow. Way to not think about the kid. It's on a Thursday.
1: What? guess she's out
0: yeah she doesn't get maybe she maybe she'll be able to watch it or her dad's but yeah okay well we got through one question
1: <laughs> next Not time you know.
0: but uh, okay before we go mm-hmm. if you guys are interested i am offering um a free breakthrough session that's what i call it discovery session breakthrough session um for new clients so if you want to know more about coaching if you want to know what coaching can do for you, if it's a right fit, if you're feeling stuck and depleted and frustrated, um, I think I can help. I've been trained to help. I've helped myself in this process. I've actually done the coaching that I'm giving you, so I have a firsthand experience. Eric's done some <laughs> of it too. Um, no, by choice. No, I mean, yeah,
1: but session. it's all, it's all great though. I mean, <laughs> no, truly but, though, like this is, and yeah. I've and I've watched everyone who've you've worked with so far Mm -hmm. and there's nothing but greatness that comes from all of it. So, which is just so awesome. And I feel like if there was someone that you weren't able to align with and get on board with,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you'd be honest up front and you would just tell them, be like, Hey, this isn't, this is above my pay grade. Like you're going to need, you need past tense before we can get pretense. Right.
0: Yeah. And coaching is I, you know, I offer 90 day programs. Mm -hmm. So that's 12 sessions. Mm -hmm one session a week for 12 weeks. And people are like, why 90 days? And it's a short enough time that it's not too long, but a long enough time to see results because coaching is all about habit change also. So we've got to create new habits. We've got to learn a bunch of new information. We have to practice, you know. Um, And so it takes about three months to be able to, fly on your own and not need a coach anymore because you've just changed. Um, and so that's what I offer. And so a free breakthrough session is an hour with me. We talk about your life and what you want and if coaching is good. And so if you want, you can email me at now at gmail.com that's becoming heard now at gmail.com
1: <laughs> calling I'll <laughs> becoming heard
0: calling you can also message me on um, blended life or if you're following my Instagram I have becoming heard as Instagram and Facebook like Be- blended life so either any platform that you follow me or know yeah. of me you can reach out but um, also
1: like the, per- the, 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 to, the so. to the one to the one listening right now that's like I'm gonna cheat the system and I'm gonna get a free hour out of it you're not going to get a whole lot out of the free hour. The free hour is right. It's a discovery session. It's yeah. discovering is this the right fit. You what are get we gonna, a whole lot.
0: What the do? fuck are you talking? Like a <laughs> No, but now everyone's going to be
1: like. No, no, no. But I mean, that's it's not going to transform someone. Kidding. They're not going to be like, I'm going to get one hour for free, and this is. It's basically like the one hour you you're like, you, this is how we're like you kind of shape it, right. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you explain that? Because I don't want people calling and being like, "I'm going to do one session with Julie because I get a free session, yeah. and that's you know yeah. I'm going to waste." Well, and time.
0: also, I mean, these sessions aren't bitch fest sessions. So right. whether you do a breakthrough session or you sign up as a client, what we won't be doing is spending an hour
1: complaining about complaining
0: me. about <laughs> me complaining about your, your life and your stepkids and. You know, it isn't like this podcast where you're like, let's talk about my question right? and give me your advice. Right. That is not coaching. Um, that's not even therapy. That's kind of what we do this for. <laughs> that's what friends are. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah. But I might offer sessions like that down the road, just one-off sessions if you're just like, I need to talk to someone. I'm thinking about that. But for right now, for coaching purposes, it is more about let's figure out where you at, where you are at, where you at, what what you want. (laughs) Like, that's your truth. Like, what do you want? Who do you want to be? What is the step parent you want to be? How do you want to show up for your family that's different than what you're doing now? So we kind of like define the problem. We kind of figure out where you, who you want to be. Like that's the discovery Mm -hmm. session. That's the breakout session. Breakthrough session is kind of like, where are you stuck? What do you envision for yourself? Like, where's that gap? And let me see if I can bridge that gap for you or not. Like maybe I can't help you. And I'm pretty honest about that. I'm not going to take on a client that I feel like I can't help because that's a waste of time, money, and I want referrals. So it wouldn't benefit me or you i'm not right. about wasting people's time or money but right. so anyway email oh. me if you're interested i can email you send me your email address and i will email you info if you're interested in seeing what it's about
1: all right you guys <laughs> this has been fun <laughs> if you guys enjoy this <laughs> leave a comment let us know what you think about Everything, what if do you, you think about this? If you didn't
0: enjoy it, lie and say you did.
1: Just say you did. Hit that thumbs up button. <laughs> just kidding. Subscribe, ring that bell, and keep watching. What do you guys think about the new studio? What do you think about the new studio? Is this fun?
0: I love it. The I people I've brought here are just like, Oh, you guys are legit. <laughs> I'm like, that's Right,
1: it's fun. It's, it's lots nice of fun. not being in our yeah.
0: house, it's nice having a place that's quiet, right. away from everyone. We don't have dogs. <laughs> And we can just keep
1: rambling on as long as we want. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Well, (laughs) thanks for being here with us. We've got a lot more funness surprises. uh, Always something new coming. So (laughs) one day. (laughs) All right, you guys. We will see you next time. We are The Blended Life.
0: Peace out.